Hey, what is going on guys? It's DK. Back at you with another video here. It's right in the PGA Masters Tournament on DraftKings. Uh, before I get into the video, if you guys are new to the channel, my name's DK. I make daily videos breaking down NBA, NFL, PGA, and esports to the other fantasy sports sites. Uh, before we get into the player-by-player -player breakdown, I want to thank you guys again for all the support. It is greatly appreciated on the videos and live streams as well as on Twitter. The easiest way to support me since all the content is free is leave a like button on the video if you enjoy, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell so you know when I upload videos you know when you're live. Also, if you have friends that, that play DFS and you enjoy the content, just spread the word. Um, I would greatly, greatly appreciate that. If you guys cannot watch the YouTube videos, I also upload an Apple podcast. The link is in the, the description below, which is the DK DFS show. But with that all out of the way, let's jump into the video. So, super, super excited, guys. It's Masters Week. I know we haven't seen a, a PGA video from me in a little bit, but... Uh, obviously, I had to get back into it with a uh, million dollars to first here on DraftKings, and it's the Masters. It's literally the best golf tournament of the year. So, um, yeah, let's talk about uh, let's talk about some players here. So, uh, if you guys are new to the PGA videos, uh, how it works is, or what I got here on the spreadsheet is, we have you know the players on the left hand side with their DraftKings salary, uh, and then we have the Vegas odds. So, Bryson DeChambeau right now nine hundred. What does that mean? Where's well, nine to one odds to win? So, uh, you know, him and DJ right now are currently the favorites to win the tournament. We have the average points per game on DraftKings so far for the season. Course history, which is really, really important here for, for Masters, you know, more than, than other weeks for PGA. Uh, the last three years of, of course history I have included here. And then some strokes gained rankings. So um, the things that I kind of want to focus on here for the Masters are driving distance. Driving distance is really, really important, especially in a course like this. Birdie or better. Uh, approach, uh, and then, you know, tee to green, off the green, uh, around the green. Those are, you know, the first three, but also want to, uh, you know, obviously look at, you know, the tee to green, off the, off the tee, and around the green as well. Also have included putting, uh, strokes gain total, which is obviously important, and then par three, par four, and par five scoring. So a lot of stats here to look at, uh, but let's, let me try and break it down for you guys. So we'll start at the top with the 10K and up range. So we have DJ, Rory, Rom, JT, and Bryson DeChambeau. Bryson currently the highest priced guy here at 11.2K. I think it's for good reason. Uh, again, he's currently the odds-on favorite, him and DJ, uh, to win it. He's been playing, uh, he's in really, really good form. Uh, and he does, you know, the stats look really, really good for him. Now, they're going to look pretty good, honestly, for, for a lot of the top guys. But we know Bryson is a bomber, right? So this is a course that it definitely favors Bryson. Uh, he's also got really, really good birdie or better numbers. He's been really good. He's just been playing phenomenal golf. So I think Bryson is, of the top guys, is probably going to be the most popular. But again, I think it's for good reason. Definitely one of my favorite spend-ups on this slate. Uh, JT below him at 10.7. Again, I think he looks good as well, right? 12th, 17th, and 22nd in the last three years. Sure, he doesn't maybe he doesn't have the biggest driver, but really good birdie or better approach, tee to green. Again, if you want to get off a, I think somewhat popular Bryson, uh, I don't hate uh, JT Rom uh, below him at ten point five k. Again, I think I think looks really good. Right, his eighteenth uh, driving distance, eighty uh, fifth birdie or better. It's not amazing. Forty third approach, eighth tee to green. Also stands out as a pretty good play uh, at the top. Rory, I think, will probably be the lowest owned uh, of the four. He's currently 14 uh, one to 1 odds to win. Um, you know, last three years ha has been decent for him, right? 25th, 
21st, 5th, and 7th. Uh, he does have good driving distance, birdie or better. Uh, kind of struggles right now in the approach game. That's the thing kind of letting him down also around the green. So Rory, I think, will be the lowest owned of the bunch. He's hasn't been, you know, he's probably been the one of these top five that has been struggling the most. But is always in play. We know Roy's a really, really good golfer. And then finally, DJ. I really like a 10K. Um, you know, again, he is currently, if you look at just the Vegas odds, he is the odds-on favorite, him and Bryson. And he is, what, $1,200 cheaper than Bryson DeChambeau? Uh, he finished second last year, 10th the year before. Obviously, we know Bryce or uh, Dustin as a bomber. Uh, you know, struggling birdie or better. It doesn't worry me a whole lot, to be honest. Approach game, good. Tee to green, good. Off the tee, good. So, I think it sets up right now for, for DJ to be a pretty popular play, but definitely one of my favorites spin up. So of the guys at the top, it's probably Bryson and DJ for me as my favorite plays. Uh, I don't mind JT either. Uh, I'd probably rank it, you know, Bryson and DJ tied for first, then, then JT, then Rom, then Rory uh, for me of those guys at the top. Let's talk about the 9K range now. Xander at 9.8. Uh, I think that salary looks really good for him. I also think he's going to be one of the most popular plays uh, of the slate. But again, I think it is for good reason. 16 to 1 odds to win. He's also been in really, really good form. He finished second last year. Uh, you know, if you look at the strokes gained rankings, everything looks pretty good. Driving distance doesn't worry me a whole lot. Birdie or better, he's third, 47th in approach, 12th tee to green, uh, 10th around the green. Just one of those guys that. Um, I think is is definitely one of the top plays of the slate. But again, you got to take ownership into consideration. I think he probably will be one of the highest owned plays. Uh, but definitely, I, I do like Xander if you can get to him. Brooks Kepka is probably stay away from me at nine seven. I know the narrative; he usually shows up in majors, but uh, just not for me. I prefer other players around his price range. Uh, Cantley uh, has been in pretty decent form. Uh, he is ninety six hundred in DraftKings. He's twenty eight to one odds to win. He finished ninth here last year. I think he's okay. Probably not going to prioritize him in the nine K range. More Cowell's also been a little bit up and down. Uh, probably not for me at that price. Hatton's been in a little bit better form recently here. Um, you know, course history is not great for him. Uh, but twenty first birdie or better, thirty first approach, fifty fifth tee to green. I think he's someone you can consider. Webb, I always love playing Webb in DFS. This course, you know, doesn't necessarily suit him that well because. You know, he's not the best, obviously, off the tee. But after that, he's probably one of the best golfers, you know, in, in the approach, in, in the short game. So uh, I definitely think Webb is, is still viable here. I, I do think he'll probably be a little bit lower owned just because people, um, you know, again, I think driving distance, uh, you know, the big bombers are probably guys that people are going to prioritize. But Webb, at that price point, is, is still, I think, looks pretty decent. He's 40 to 1 odds to win. Uh, not terrible. Patrick Reed was the winner here two years ago. Um at 9,200, I think it's a decent play. You know, again, he's a little bit struggling off the tee, but his third birdie or better, 22nd approach, 59th tee to green. I think he's a decent play. Tiger at 9-1, eh, it's probably not for me. Right now, his recent form is not great. I know he won it last year. Um, I know he's got great, obviously, course history here, uh, but it's just not setting up for Tiger, and there's always going to be some ownership for Tiger Woods, just the name, right? People just want to play Tiger Woods. So for me, it's probably uh, it's probably a pass. Now, Bubba Watson at 9K, I think, actually stands out as a pretty good play. He's been in really, really good form. He's 33 to 1, 33 to 1 odds to win. Uh, he has good course history here, and we know he's known as a, a really a bomber. He's good off the tee. 12th last year, 5th the year before. He's 30th in driving distance, 45th birdie or better, 9th in approach game. Like, right now, everything's setting up for Bubba to be a really, really good play. Now, I think he will be somewhat popular this week, but I do like Bubba a good amount in this 9K range, and that about wraps it up for, for the 9K range. So, 
For me, I think the two players that stand out are probably Xander and Bubba, but I also think they probably will be the most popular. If you want to get a little bit different, you know, someone in, the, in this, I guess, in the middle of the 9K range, I don't know if anyone's going to be super popular there, but, um, you know, they're all good golfers, so if you want to, if you feel strongly about one of those guys and go with them, that's fine. Uh, but that's really wraps up for, for me and the 9K range. So let's talk about the 8K range. Uh, we have Adam Scott at 8-9. You know, he's been in not the best form recently, but he's a guy that does have good course history here, right? 18th, 32nd, and 9th the last three years. He's a good driver. Uh, birdie or better is not great. Uh, decent approach game. So I think he's he's someone that if you land on, that's fine. But I'm probably not going to prioritize him. Now, Tony Finau, if you guys watch my, if you've been watching my PGA videos, you know I love playing Tony Finau. And I do think he's going to be one of the more popular plays this slate. 8,800, I think, is a little bit too cheap. He's 33 to 1 odds to win. If you look at Adam Scott right above him, who's 50 to 1 odds to win, uh, and he's, what, $100 more expensive. So Vegas odds look pretty good here for Finau. Uh, he has good course history, 5th and 10th in back-to-back years. And he's just been in, again, really good form. The numbers suit him really well, 18th driving distance, uh, 23rd in approach, 11th tee to green. I think it all sets up for Tony Finau to be one of the better plays of the slate. Now, Again, I think he will be pretty popular, but he's someone that I'm probably going to get to on this one. Hideki Matsuyama, 8-7. Um, you know, last three years has been okay, right? 32nd, 19th, and 11th uh, if you're looking at the course history. The one thing that does let him down, obviously, is the putter. Uh, he did putt well last weekend, so maybe he's starting to turn the corner a little bit, but that's always the thing you, you got to look at with Hideki. Like, the number's usually pretty good on him, but he just really struggles putting. Other guys here in the mid-range that I, I think I have some interest in, you know, Matthew Wolf at 8.5, I think looks okay. Obviously, a young guy hasn't played here yet, which is, you know, a little bit worrisome. He's 45 to 1 odds to win. He's 20th in driving distance, 22nd birdie or better, 14th in approach. So numbers look pretty good for him as a guy, you know, at his price range. I think he he looks okay. Jason Day at 8,400, a uh, guy who has really good course history, our 5th, 20th, 22nd. Um, you know, the one thing you got to look at with Day is he's always someone that there's a chance he just can't finish it because injuries. He's someone that, you know, just has been dealing with injuries a lot throughout his career. But he's been in pretty good form, has good course history. 8400 I think, is a fair price for Day. Now, if you look at the lower 8K range um, with, like, Sergio Spieth, Ricky Fowler, Paul Casey, no one really stands out as like an amazing play. Yes, yeah, Sergio run it, won it three years ago, but not been in the best form. Spieth has really, really been struggling. I think that's just too much uh, to pay for him. Ricky Fowler, another guy has been up and down. Again, I know he's got the good course history, but just been struggling this year. So, yeah, these are all guys that historically ha- have pretty good course history, but are struggling now. If you want to buy back into the talent and hope they bounce back here, um, I'm okay with it, but I'm probably not going to get to any of those guys. Paul Casey is one of the guys that, uh, at least for DFS, people hate him. He's just, he just seems to always let, let people down when he's chalk. Uh, he got cut last year, but the year before that, 15th and then 6th. I think he looks okay, but I'm not this this lower uh, 8K range is nothing I'm super, super excited about. Now let's get to the uh, 7K range. Uh, we have Louis Ustason at 7.9. I think it looks okay. Uh, for him, he's 29th, 12th, and 41st the last three years. That's pretty decent for, for a guy at his price. Uh, he's 60th driving distance. Um, 149th birdie or better is not great. He's just got like okay numbers, 51st around the green. So, yeah, he's, he's one of those guys that if you land on, he's fine. Uh, Scotty Scheffler at 7,800. 
you know, I think the core sets up pretty decent for him. The one, the one area he struggles is the approach game, right? 222nd in approach, but 38th in distance, 32nd birdie or better, 10th off the tee. I think that that stands out. Uh, the downside with him, again, approach play, plus the fact that he is he's a newbie, right? He's never played this course before. So there is some risk involved. 66 to 1 odds to wins is not terrible. Rose, another one of those guys that's really been struggling, right? He was kind of chalky last year. He missed the cut. Previous years, so 12th and 2nd. Again, I put him kind of in the same boat as like Ricky, Spieth, Sergio Garcia. You're kind of baking on the talent and for them and, you know, the fact that they're, they've are they played well in this course. It's just right now they are not in good form. Other options, yeah, Phil at 7.5, probably not for me. I know he's been okay. You know, he has made the cut the last three, year, eight, the last three years, 18th, 32nd, and 22nd. Uh, just another guy that is not, again, in the best of form. Sun Jim also a guy that's kind of been struggling. Abe answer at seven four. You know I like I do like playing Abe. I don't know if, if the course really stands out for him, but I think he's viable at the price range just because I think he's a talented golfer. Uh, Gary Woodland I probably wouldn't get to him um, just because he's really been struggling with the injuries, not been in good form at all. Like if you look at last year, Gary Woodland would probably be like what eighty five to nine nine k range, and he's seventy three hundred, but. I still don't think I can do it. He's just, again, struggling, dealing with the injuries, not in good form. Uh, I'll probably pass. Let's see. Some other options here in the 7K range. Matt Kuchar is at 7-2. Uh, the good thing with him is, you know, good course history. 12th, 28th, 4th. Just not been in the best of form either. Uh, you know, the driving distance, he's not a big bomber. 239th uh, in driving distance. Um, so stats don't really, the strokes gain rankings don't really stand out for him. But he's cheap enough that I'm like willing to take a shot on him at least. Whereas some of those other guys are a little bit more expensive in the lower AK range that have been struggling. I'd rather take a shot on someone cheaper uh, and hope they can at least make the cut for me. Kucher, I think, is a viable play there um, at his price. Now, Cameron Champs at 7-1. I think he'll be somewhat popular just because this course sets up pretty well for him. Right? He's fourth in driving distance, 22nd birdie or better, 63rd in approach. I think that looks really good. Now, sure, he doesn't have a lot of course, doesn't have any course history here, but 7,100, uh, you know, I think the course suits him pretty well. So I do like Cam Champ, Cam Champ a decent amount there as a value play. Kisner's another guy I think you can consider, right? He's made the cut the last three years. Um, sure, driving distance, not great, 206, but 63rd birdie or better is pretty solid, 64th in approach. So yeah, Kisner's a guy that, again, you're getting to this range where all you really need them is to make the cut, and he has made the cut the last three years. So Kisner's someone I think is a viable play. Jason Kokrak, I also think looks pretty good at 7K flat. Uh, 34th in driving distance, 6th in birdie or better. That's really good, right? Those are the two things I, at least I want to prioritize when, when I'm looking at stats. Uh, and Kokrak looks, he's good in both. Uh, he's 75th key to green, not bad. 27th off the tee. Uh, he's 3rd in putting. Uh, everything kind of sticking out for, for Jason Kokrak to be a really nice play. He's 100 to 1 odds to win. That's pretty good for a guy in this range, right? You look above him. Uh, Todd is 200 to one odds win. Below him, Will up 300 to one odds win. So Kokrak is someone that I do like as a value play there at 7K. Now below 7K range, again, what we're really looking for here is we just want who we target to make the cut. That's it. So I'll mention a few guys. Leishman at 6-9. Yeah, he does. You know, he has made the cut the last three years, 49th, 9th, and 43rd. But really the numbers don't stand out for him to be a really solid play. Uh, Siwoo Kim, I've heard his name mentioned a, a, a few times. Um, I think he actually is a pretty decent player at 6,800. He's been in good form. Last couple of years, 24th, 21st and 24th. Uh, 99th driving distance, 103rd birdie or better. 
Uh, he's 44th and off the green, 31st around the green. So, yeah, the numbers for a guy in this range actually look pretty okay. Uh, 200 one-odds wins, not bad. Uh, I do have interest in, in, in Siwoo Kim. Zach Johnson does, is a guy that, you know, has won here in the past. Uh, last three years, you know, he's finished 58th, 36th, and then was cut. I think he's someone you can look to because, again, he's he's familiar with the course. He's at a cheap enough price where all you're really looking for is for him to make the cut. And in, in two of the last three years, he has made the cut. Uh, Sebastian Munoz is another guy that's been in really good form. I think he looks like a pretty decent value player at 6'7", 44th, birdie or better, 70th in approach, 67th in tee to green. Um, at that price, I think he's someone you definitely can consider. A couple other cheap options I do want to mention uh, down below here. Lanto Griffin's always someone I talk about for value. Uh, I think that's that's just too cheap at 6600 Now, I do think he'll probably be one of the more popular value plays. Uh, and if I think he'll be like super popular, then I'll probably look elsewhere. But right now, I think he stands out uh, in this range as one of the best value plays. Um, again, all you're really looking for is for him to make the cut. Uh, the numbers on him don't look bad. Right? He's 93rd driving distance, 49th in approach, 110th birdie or better. Uh, he's a guy that I think can make the cut. And at 6,600, I think it will be one of the more popular value plays. Uh, Benny On is a guy that DFS players love playing him. He's 6,700. Um, another guy that, again, doesn't really have any course history. Uh, but the numbers look okay. He's 37th in approach, 26th to green, 21st around the green. I think you can make, uh, make an argument there for Benny On. Is there anyone else here I really want to mention? That's probably it, to be honest. Like... Sure, Jimmy Walker has made the cut the last three years, 36th, 20th, and 18th. Numbers don't stand out. He hasn't really been in, in the best form. But if you're someone that's really prioritizing the course history, I guess you can take a look at Jimmy Walker just because, yeah, he has made the cut the last three years. Below that, it's it's a lot of amateurs and you know past winners that, that are getting up there in age. So uh, not a lot. Of, I'm super interested below, uh, below Jimmy Walker. But, yeah, I think that really wraps up for the player-by-player player breakdown. So, as far as builds, what am I thinking? Um, it's a tricky one. I, I like a lot of the guys at the top, So, and there's a few value plays. I think, for me, at, at the moment, it's probably going to be stars and scrubs, but there's a good amount of plays here in the mid-range. I think you can go balanced. Um, I don't think either build is really far better than the other. Like If you want to go balanced, that's fine. If you want to go stars and scrubs, I think it's also fine. Um, so that's kind of my thoughts on the builds, um, and I think that's going to wrap it up for the video today, guys. Uh, oh, also, if you guys want access to this um, to this spreadsheet here, all you have to do is follow me on Twitter. I will tweet it out. Uh, the link is in the description below. Um, but yeah, like I said, it's, uh, it's going to wrap it up for the video. So thanks again for coming to check out the video. I really do appreciate it, guys. Um, hope you guys all win some money this weekend watching the Masters. I'm super, super excited about it. Um, and yeah, I will see you guys all later.